Got a little bit different of an episode review here today. Got my brother Clay Belding, who was on this trip with us for this episode. Also got good buddy Alex, who I had an idea of just showing him one scene from the new episode. Take it to the max. Here's a little bit of the story behind it. Realtree is launching a new pattern at the end of this month at the Delta Waterfowl National Convention in Little Rock, Arkansas, where we're going to be speaking on jargon banded in the foul life's behalf on a bunch of different seminar topics. Hope to see you all there. But this new pattern, Max 7, is awesome for marshes, bottomlands kind of uh, places as far as we hunt out west, whether it's oxbows, rivers, a lot of tall yellow grasses, tulies, um, just natural habitat. Your greens, your background is going to be a muddy, uh, dark color. It's going to look like the timber pattern almost that Realtree came out with a couple years ago for the flooded timber, deer woods, turkey woods, stuff like that. But Max 7's coming out. So what we did is a content grab in California with Merlot Waterfowl, California Waterfowl Association. Andrew Murray came out from Georgia with Team Realtree and brought his production crew. And we had a blast. Mother Nature did not cooperate. I'm talking low ceilings, heavy fog, rain, things that you really don't want to photograph, you know, photograph or video a new camo pattern in. No shadows, no sunshine, nothing to really see, you know, what's going on. We did what we could. We got some breaks in the weather and we're able to go out and and get a little bit done. Had some pretty good duck hunts, had a really good goose hunt, but we're filming for camo and we're dressing up in white Tyvek suits but we're killers we're hunters so we were still going to hunt so I hope everybody understands that we went out there we had this trip planned because Andrew wasn't like hey the night before I'm coming out to get content we had him scheduled because he was going to locations all over the country to get different backgrounds and habitat examples for this launch of Max 7 so that's kind of the basis of it but there was some cool things that happened in camp from the personalities to the dogs to the meals the recipes um, just a bunch of really neat things and camaraderie team building that we got to experience. And like I said before, some cool hunts, but one of the scenes we were talking about, uh, clay showed Alex, this drone shot is really badass. And I, I compare it to that stuff you see on the TV of these races, because those guys are going so fast and racing through these obstacle courses and stuff. And that's exactly what this was. So how would you describe it? Like one, one flowing shot, yeah, so they started as the boat came in down into the boat dock at the was the Brady Ranch, right? Was that the Brady Ranch? Brady Ranch yeah. in the Butte. So Bank. pulling the boat into the the little dock that they have there, through the dock, into the waiter room, around the waiter room, through a small opening door to go upstairs, around the waiting room into the duck cleaning room. Yeah, into the duck cleaning room, around the duck cleaning room. Out of that, upstairs. Out over, of the window. Yeah, out of the window, upstairs, over top of the deck, in to follow you, bringing steaks in. Into a sliding glass door. Yeah, back into inside. Into a kitchen. Sweeping around the kitchen, around you, coming back out around that, going back out the screen door, looking at people. Through the living room, and then out the sliding glass door onto the front deck. And people looking at the sunset, and it goes up to show you the whole marsh system there. It, one shot. It was uh, badass. It was it, awesome. It, it was, was cool. as cinematic as I've ever seen for like a television show you know what i mean yeah it just sets the tone it's really cool because cool. i've been looking to get one of them vr drones you know where you put on the goggles and you actually you know you see i think you like on espn yeah, yeah. ESPN, my friend races the ocho, the ocho. Um, it's, a way, to show, races. it's you, a way to show all those moving parts that are happening absolutely consistently. amazing the the 
that you flying a regular drone, seeing it just where you're flying on your phone, how they are normally, right? Versus one of those where you actually see it first right to your eyes is. I've never done it, but obviously I you can get some really cool stuff. Seeing that, do your juices just flow to different <clears throat> shots that you could? Oh yeah, do a timeline to uh, like unbelievable. that. Unbelievable. Yeah, everything. I'd film the whole show. Like you had that. a you had a you had a uh, a scene where a, a UTV was driving in front of it too, right? Did, so or, or it went yeah, right like, by it or something. So so my idea of the show. Well, it's not my idea. It was Andrew's idea. But the idea behind it is that it's the culture of camo. Everything that's going on. Before the hunt, during the hunt, after the hunt, while you're while I'm cooking, a guy's cleaning other ducks. While he's cleaning other ducks, people are coming back from going and setting up another decoy spread. While they're setting up that, there's people on a UTV that are taking that are working around the duck club. And while they're working around the duck club, this guy just got done doing a project with put, turning water on, so he's in the waiter room taking his waiters off and putting them back up on the rack. And this guy's having wine at the end of the night. <laughs> I was gonna say, and then you got then you These got guys a, a been client done. up on the patio yeah. have, having a highball yeah. watching the sunset on the a great cook, hunt. Jamie's in the in the in the kitchen Very and she's cool. working her butt off. So all these moving parts are going on at the same time all the time in duck camp. I'd love to see one done with dogs, like a guy throwing a maybe a we puppy. We did it at the beginning. It's at the beginning. Then a guy of the throwing episode. a bumper. Then it's, a, it's a the dog in the, the blind. Yo, dude. The yeah. duck goes down, and you freaking see the guy in the drones with him, and he's, and then you kind of see the whole transition of him picking the duck yeah, up. Yeah, it starts out with the camera behind the dog as he releases yeah, yeah. off the stand, and then this it guy switches to the drone. Yeah. That's very, what very I, cool stuff. What I really liked, like you said, we're laying in those white Tyvex, Tyvex suits, laying right in the middle of the snow goose decoy spread, right? And we're filming for Max 7, right? But that's not what we... As a as your mind looking over, when we were out doing some cutaways after the fact, trying to get some just pictures of how being just in the Max Seven would look, and you look over and you see it, and you as a human you can pick it out, right? You're, you're we're smart enough we can figure that out that it's not what it's supposed to be. But then when they went up in that drone and you see the stuff after you can't the, see there, anybody, you look down and go, where the hell are we? It's even it's without the white without though. the white suits. So as a human looking side to side, you know, you're right, laying right. next to your guy. But once, as the bird's eye view, you look down and go, wow, you can see where there's not decoys because that's where we're laying. But you're not getting picked out from a bird. Cam camo's evolved just like crazy, even in the last five years. Well, let's evolved. talk about that real quick, about Max 7. I'm only, I'm all, I'm all about sticks and branches and leaves and mud and rock. I'm not into the digitized stuff. Now, look, it could work. Snipers have used it. But when it comes to fooling a deer or a turkey or a duck, I want effectiveness. And I just I can't find anything wrong with the real tree patterns. The timber pattern is unbelievable. We hunted it in a ton. Um, and then this Max 7 is beautiful shelf appeal, which camo can get you, but it's effective. And it's because if you listen to Bill or Tyler or the guys that come up with it, talk about it. Is it out? Yeah, it's it's being released in next week, so it'll be on all of your retail shelves and banded, um, other manufacturers, I'm sure, and it's going to be all over for waterfowl. It'll, you know, I know Max is carrying a bunch of it. I know Simmons is Final Flight, Paducah Shooter. There's going to be Max Seven in California, um, a beautiful pattern, and it's very effective. But you talk about the evolution of camo. I don't know if I want to hunt in something that doesn't look like what I'm hunting in. I'm not. I'm not hunting in a, in a, like this is digital, right? 
that don't look like a dude. It does, but it's not authentic. I don't know what you call that. Is di- that digitized? That's pixelated. Oh, that's but is it digital? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it's not actual depictions components, yeah, of, of that. nature. Right. Yeah. That's that's an issue for me with camouflage. No, with I, all of the choices out there, and then they'll be like, I'm, I say it all the time. I'll, you put me in a pink jumpsuit, Richard Simmons style, with a headband and some armbands, some sweatbands, on a sunny day in the trees, I'll kill the heck out of mallard ducks. But how effective is your camo pattern when you can't rely on shadows in the sunshine? Right. Natural and natural cover and over. Natural cover. Stuff. How yeah. effective is it? Right. You got to look like a tree. You got to look like the brush that you're hiding from a turkey in. I, I like it because... We went around to there, you know, in California, you have a whole bunch of different, you have some timber, you have snow goose fields and rice checks and whatever you're hunting in, um, toolies. We went around all those to get the content for this, right? And when you're sitting in the toolies, you look at the pattern and you, you see more of the yellow and you're in that field laying down, you, the browns come out more, you know, it, it just kind of what catches your eye and what blends it together is really, it's almost chameleon like it just changes with how what environment you're in the mm. colors that they've chose all the different layers it just changes changes color almost <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> to your to your mind's eye it's like a mirage yeah of camo and you did a whole episode well the goal with- was to kill a bunch of ducks and geese which we're going to do it i mean but you know california when that weather pattern sets in you can't get away from it you can go all the way from the Delta to the Butte Sink to the rice part of, you know, the rice country. Because it's socked in right there, right? Just Basically, there. you're surrounded by mountains, and it, it, it sits in there, and it 20 sits. 20 feet above your head. It's, the worst. Yes. it's, it's the absolutely, ever. absolutely 100% the worst hunting weather for waterfowl. And they're so close to the ocean, right? I mean, you, they get that fog. You get you get all that stuff from there. All the time. The but amount it's of also a great place to hunt when it's right. Just well, the, and, that, and that's the thing with with where they're at is those birds they'll come with the weather and if it's three days of fog they'll go a little south or a little north and kind of keep transitioning but they come back and, and they back. always yeah depending on that little fog layer or whatever you want to do were you getting uh nervous when the weather came in i i got i don't get mad because it's not my business to get mad as far as like uncontrollables i've gotten a lot better at that in i my didn't life. say mad i said nervous well, I mean, you go to Canada in your season one or season two, the foul life, and we didn't mop them up in the first five days, I'd be a wreck. Yeah. But now I'm just like, well, we can make good TV out of this. Yeah. Where before you're like, man, if we ain't stacking them up, we're wasting money. Obviously different maturity levels and different comfort levels. But yeah, like this was one of those ones that I really wanted the duck gods and mother nature to cooperate. And they did because you can't have your cake and eat it too we killed ducks we killed 120 geese on the hunt but we did not get to do what we were there to do but we 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 were able to showcase the you know the pattern right ways get the right cinematic shots we were able to have good team building and camaraderie and we were we were able to get a lot of good work done but it was when you asked me if i was nervous no because andrew's not sitting there going hey belding you better call that guy and tell him to get this (laughs) You better call that guy and tell him to get the fog out here. Excuse my brother come in here. Just freaking like a bull in a china shop. Um, <laughs> you no, know, there was no nervosa That's like that. That's brother Clint, not brother Clay. I was already in here. There was no nervosa. He walked in. There was, <laughs> there was no nervosa like that at all. Yeah, I could, I could tell. Oh, just like what he was saying, ten years ago, twelve years ago, fifteen years ago when we started. You know, you spend a 
crap ton of money going all these places and you know you're just starting out and trying to get the best footage and now our storytelling is so much better you know you can obviously people want to see kills and that's what we're we are a hunting show and hunting people we do kill but our storytelling for tv is way different so we could have made i mean we got this max seven storyline we got cooking storyline because they're big in going from food to tables too timber to table so they like all that content as well we we did a whole bunch we could a whole diff, bunch of heads off getting their content for them getting content for us so it worked out i and you got that awesome drone shot that you just showed me i mean <laughs> the recipes though yeah. We did steak fajitas with Jamie's. She's got a pretty cool little simple marinade, marinade that had beer and margarita Ooh. mix in it. Speaking my language, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to really talk about this for a second to end this podcast. That's the coolest part about any duck camp is is the bounty. For me, I'm talking about for me. It's just the coolest. It's become. I love the dog and I love the hunt and I love the friends and I love all the energy. I love the aura, the culture, all that. But there's something about ripping that meat off of a duck or a goose or a, a speck or a snow, whatever it is, and grinding it right there, making street tacos, doing this with fajitas. This other bowl we made was given us to us. I, I ate it with the Particelli family at Napa Valley Olive Oil. It's a Brazilian dish. Their their dad was moved from Italy to Brazil <clears throat> um, back when, when Ray Ray was born, and they were Italian, but they also gained a lot of Brazilian influence. And this book, this dish, I had it with pig snout, pig ear, and pig feet. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is unreal. But I don't even remember the name of it now. Men and Jada? Men, uh, yeah. Fajada. Fez- Frizon. Frizon. No, Fajada. Frizada. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to look it up later. But you can go on this episode. We're going to have it at theproviderlife.com. Realtree is going to have it at their timber-to-table deal. Oh, my God, it's so good. It, it's like, it's like, uh peppercini juice you got it to have peppercini juice not the pepper the juice and you put a little you drizzle that over this rice dish with beans all of the different seasonings and it's like a lay it's like one of those burrito layer bowls that you get at one of these commercial outfits you know across the country but it was it was derived in brazil and Mm. dude with duck meat with the skin on unbelievable how good it was so that recipe's on there that the the miss jamie's duck fajitas recipe is on there rocky merlot's on there California waterfowl's on there. Real trees on there. Amelia, All of these real tree licensees like um, Benelli, Federal, all you know, all of the people that banded Avery. All of these people that work with Real Tree on a daily basis are on there and being a part of it with us. So it was just, it was just unbelievable. Um, it's funny how the world works because I think these phones hear us. I literally just got a text. I requested Andrew Murray to get me the contact for the drone guy. I don't know how how long ago, maybe eight hours, and he's at ICAST show in Orlando. We're talking about the drone shot, and I just checked my phone, and Andrew said, "Here you go," and then he gave me the guy for the drone, the contact right there. So I'm gonna, I want to get this guy because it's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's pretty impressive to see this dude work. You know, there's legalities and, and laws about drones during waterfowl migratory bird season, flying them over live birds, flying them during a hunt. That's all a no-no. It's all illegal. You got to really sure. know the laws and the regulations, state laws, local laws, federal laws, all that kind of stuff. So, season 14 of Benelli's The Foul Life, okay, TV, exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. We've done this each week. We just want to try to bring a little preview to give you guys a heads up because here, I'm going to say this and I hope that you feel this. 
Outdoor Channel and the Outdoor Sportsman Group is the only home in the country for this type of content now. I'm not saying that you can't go get some on YouTube TV, and I'm not saying that some carriers out there or some streaming services don't have it, but do they really, ask yourself this, do they really support this culture of the American hunter, fisher, gatherer, provider, living off the land, shooter, Second Amendment, NRA, SCI, California waterfowl, conservation at its finest, hunters are the ultimate conservationists. Does your platform that you're getting this content on really support this culture? That's why it's important to support the Outdoor Channel because they're a home for us. You go on there all the time. There is no sensitivity warning. There's no blurred out bullet or gun. This is who we are. This is what we do. It's done tactfully. It's done with taste and class. It's, like I said, passion for the animals we pursue, commitment to conservation, all of the things that matter. So please subscribe to Outdoor Channel. People say, well, TV's dying. No, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. I heard YouTube TV's getting ready to put in a huge bid for the NFL season. So what? Real TV is still there. Not everything in this world has to keep changing. There's a new episode we just recorded of Breaking It Down, This Life Ain't For Everybody, where we talk about social media and why it's all horse wash. I don't like all any of it. But support the Outdoor Channel. Get a subscription. It's not going to break the bank. It's less than freaking a year subscription. The sportsman or the sportsman's channel and outdoor channel is less than a tank of gas at this Juncture. administration time. <laughs> so all I'm saying is that if we support the partners and sponsors, Crosby, you talk about this all the time. It's important. It is. Anybody can go get a knife, but does that knife company really support this culture? And you, 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 you out here listening to it that are members of this family that we're all in. You see it every day on your social media. They're shadow banning the accounts that have, you know, kill shots and things being harvested and all that stuff. And believe me, that's not where you want to be. No. So the Outdoor Channel is special to us because they're they're unapologetic and they're taste they're tactful, like I said, and they do this with class. They they fly this flag with class and dignity, and they're responsible with what they air. Whether it's Midway USA's shooting night, whether it's John Wayne's movie night, whether it's a waterfowl show or Michael Waddell and Bone Collector, Lee and Tiffany, the Drurys, I can go on and on. Bill Jordan, Real Tree Outdoors, anything that you want to see, they've been there. The Real or Outdoor Channel has been a home to them. So keep that in mind that they are the true home and they support this culture and get it. Go on there and watch The Foul Life. Don't wait for it to come out on Mo TV, which is also owned by the Outdoor Sportsman's Group, World Fishing Network, the Sportsman's Channel, and the Outdoor Channel. All I'm saying is support the companies and products and brands that support this lifestyle because I'm telling you, a lot of them ones that are pulling the wool over our eyes and they say they support it, they're turning around and voting against it daily. They're, they're out there. Do your homework. Don't be naive. What's the other word? Ignorant. Don't be ignorant. <laughs> support these culture companies that support our culture and this episode's awesome thank you andrew murray thank you bill jordan tyler jordan the entire team jim mcginn at at real tree outdoors for believing in us and letting us have the opportunity to help out with the launch of the great max seven camo pattern rocky merlot scott mueller merlot waterfowl california waterfowl association thank you for hosting yet another impeccable hunt camp the food thank you jamie mendocina thank you to everybody that helped out Riley Haw, Bailey, everybody. We can't do this by ourselves. Who? 
Amelia. Amelia, thank you, from California Waterfowl Association. We had a blast. We hope you like it. Episode four, Take It to the Max, season 14 of Benelli's The Foul Life. I still can't believe it. We're getting ready to hit the road to film season 15. That's pretty freaking unbelievable, 15 seasons. It's <laughs> mind-blowing to us. I go back and look at old footage and go, oh, my Lord. What's 14 times 13? It's <laughs> a lot of episodes. We're it like on almost 200, right? I don't know. 14 times uh, 10 is 140. 179 or 180. 172, we're at 177 or something like that. Holy cow. It's a lot of TV. It's a lot plus, of content. Plus we have, um, plus right now you're looking at 240 episodes of the Foul Life podcast. You're looking at um, 325 episodes of This Life Ain't For Everybody. So that's, that's almost 600 right there, plus almost 200 episodes of the Valley. That's a lot of content. Plus, on top of that, you got the new ones where the payment ends, 20 or 30. They're rolling, building that. Nine years of dead dog walking. Nine years of dead dog walking. It's a lot of content. You burned up some uh, megabytes. The new 40 Years of Freedom with Jen and Anna. Anna's have new uh, Upland, uh, American Upland, American Wing Shooting Podcast. Like, this is 200 terabytes of footage. We got to support these brands that, that support all this content. We're working hard to bring it. So I'm not pleading or begging. I'm just saying, dude, support us. We're bringing it. The foul life is for real. Bandits for real. Benelli's for real. Federal's for real. We couldn't do it without any of our partners. Mojo, Mr. Terry, can't wait to see you next month. Well, actually September, but pretty close to next month. We're going to be down with Mr. Steve Biggers, Rocky Point Kennels there in uh, South Southeast Texas after the Blue Wing Teal. Yep, the Blue Wing Teal. Yep, that's <laughs> going to be yonder. awesome. I'm trying to talk over, like over yonder, you'll Terry and Steve. You better get the sponsorship with Off. <laughs> yeah, and snake, Evan, boots. and snake Gator, boots. Gator-proof <laughs> yeah. boots. Holy cow. Thank you all for listening. Season 14 of Benelli's The Foul Life airing right now exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. Again, please go subscribe to the Outdoor Channel. Thank you for all the subscriptions and downloads to the Foul Life Podcast. Again, don't forget our sister podcast, Where the Pavement Ends, This Life Ain't for Everybody, Anna V's American Upland and American Wing Shooting Podcast, and Jennifer Swenson and Anna V have 40 years of freedom. We're proud of them. Big news coming out of our podcast camp very soon. We're going to be honored to announce it very soon. Please keep your ears peeled for that. Let's check out of this podcast, The Foul Life. Here's 2AM Logic. The song is called...